Awesome. Yeah. So whenever you're ready, go for it. Hi, this is Travis Jones from RBT Gyms, and you're listening to Jeff Smith from Vroom Vroom Via. Via? Vroom Vroom Via, right? Sorry, man. <laughs> it's good. I, I like, like it. I'm, I'm just spitting that out. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of a tongue twister, but you did fine. It's perfect. We'll use it. Okay. All right, perfect. Thank you. I'm going to hit stop. I'll be right back. Are you ready to thoughtfully steer away from your revved up, frenzied, and far too often scripted life? Then welcome to Vroom Vroom Veer with Jeff Smith, where he guides you down the road differently traveled by sharing unique experiences with guests who have managed to shift away from a life stuck on cruise control and veered their way into a more authentic and fulfilling one in all sorts of interesting and kind of remarkable ways. Get ready to Vroom Vroom Veer with your differently traveled road chauffeur, Jeff Smith. Arthur Karmazi, thank you so much for being on Vroom Vroom Beer and welcome to the show. How's it going? It is going awesome, Jeff. You know, it's one o'clock in the morning here and I am excited to be here. And you you are full of energy. So thank you. Thank you for staying up late or getting up early, whatever you did, uh, to be on my show. So I am uh, flattered, honored, and uh, I appreciate your effort to uh, to hang out with me while you're in Bali there at one o'clock in the morning. So thanks. Well, the honor's mine. Here I am, ready to go. Ready to go. So talk a little bit about what, what's, what you've got going on over there at coloredbrain.com and any other one of your URLs that you'd like to mention. Wow, okay. Well, see, coloredbrain.com is, it, it's, well, colored brain yeah. is a model that identifies your brain's genetic ambiguity relief process. In layman's terms, Ooh. that basically means um, how your brain gets clarity. And okay. uh, that oh, means that you can kind of figure out the processes that uh, you use to get clarity and why other people just kind of like when you're explaining something to them and you know that you're being very clear and, and you say, do you understand? And they say, yes, I do. And then they go and do something completely different. Yeah, That's that happens why. all the time, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay. Aha. So what you're doing is you, you need to figure out what color your brain is. So then you know how to, how you get clarity, right? Am I, am and I, how for, for that matter, there's even a system in there and all the people on your team also know you can see how all of them get clarity and even find out uh, okay. what you can do to improve relationships and uh, productivity with them between different colored brains. There you go. <laughs> wow. You know, I actually think that um, uh, it helps me think to stand up and talk through a problem uh, in front of people and then use a whiteboard, right? I don't, is that a color of brain? <laughs> I definitely need to like talk through things, right? <laughs> Well, okay. Well, Jeff, I mean, in, in your particular case, I mean, because, you know, we've been talking here for a few minutes now, okay, mm -hmm. you appear to have what is called chaotic processing. Interesting. Right? So wow. chaotic processing. Remember, this is just a clarity getting process. This is not okay. about, you know, what motivates you or whether right, you're right. a risk taker or, or whether you use whiteboards or like ponies or anything, right? <laughs> okay. 
Gotcha. Okay, this is this is just about clarity. Okay, in a chaotic processor, this is a person who basically, in order to get clarity, what they need to do is they need their, because nothing is connected. They need to actually start taking action, and some of that action could be like asking questions or doing something over here, or or but but you actually have to actively start doing something to get clarity. Right. Okay. And, yeah. I, um. Well, is that you? Uh. I yes. I, I think so. Like moving, talking, uh, screwing up, messing around. <laughs> right? Exactly. In fact, yes. chaotic processors, okay, yes. or what we call the green brain, make more mistakes than any other brain color. Yes. Congratulations. Yes. No, I, I actually, I, I'm a, I'm an embracer of screwing up. Yes. I can but tell. You know, I, yeah, yeah. I get it. I think I get it. But do you, do you know also that green brains or, or chaotic processors also recover fastest than any other brain color from their mistakes. In fact, sometimes you recover so fast that nobody even knows you made a mistake. And while you're making mistakes, you actually can find even better solutions than the original one that you had. Right, right. Well, I just think of it as like uh, fast experimenting. And there you go. <laughs> but but right. other people are going to look at that and they're going to go, oh my gosh, this guy is, is reckless. And you, they, they, and, what a you doof. Know, yes, I get it. The process is totally right. different than yours. Right. No, I get it. Yeah, I, I can. The, uh, a good example of this is I played a video game called uh, Portal 2 in co-op mode with a friend. Okay. And uh -huh. this, this game was probably the most fun cooperative puzzle solving game that you could play with another human, but I digress. So, uh, every, every puzzle, every level, right. Had two things, right. It, you had to figure out what was going on, right. I.e. what to do. Okay. Right. In the puzzle. Right. Uh, and then, uh, after you figure out what to do, then you have to execute that plan. Okay. And so okay. two distinct processes, right. That, that take, like different sorts of uh, effort and you have to do it with a buddy. Okay. So uh -huh. my approach was always just to run around and rapidly die. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And just kill myself over and over and over again until I learned. Right. And he was very, very careful. And he, all he did, he didn't want to die, but he would look around and look at things and how they relate and not die, but just like, okay, that's there, that's there. Oh, what's that doing, right? And while while he's doing that, I'm flailing around and having a really good time dying. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very like low threshold for death. You know, you you died and then you immediately came back and you were alive again and your old body was gone. You know, it was just like, so it was just like, oh, I died. You, you have a little chuckle and then you're doing it again, you know? So anyway, yes. I think that's a it's a best definition I've ever had of my my brain. So thank you. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So is there a story um, from somewhere in your life, either childhood or when did you figure that out? And how? What's the story about how you came up with colored brain idea? Oh, colored brain. Wow. Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, there's. I got a lot of stories, Jeff. I mean, I, I can um, tell. <laughs> that's good. But see, you're on the right see, what, show. For, for, First of all, I mean, anybody that's, you know, because my, my whole life or my whole business and, and, and success and everything has been, uh, has revolved around psychology okay, and right. how okay. to basically improve teams, how to improve organizations and, and for that matter, um, even large organizational cultures. Right. And, okay. um, so, uh, we, 
people that go into psychology for the most part are basically screwed up. <laughs> yeah. And, and, I can, and, I can and, agree and, with and you with that some experts. No, and, I know. And, you know, I mean, it was, see, see okay. You, you're, you, the, the foundation of this, okay. Was, I'll, I'll tell you. See, I, I, at one point I found myself chasing a girl, uh, to go to Korea and, um, Chasing your girl I, to go I, to Korea. I didn't okay. have a job, so I, I talked this other company into uh, letting me open a um, a branch of their consulting company that did franchises in Korea, and I would be the managing director. And this way, I got to go and chase this girl to Korea. <laughs> so anyway, wow, that's a that's a really good plan to get a girl. I love I, it. <laughs> <laughs> Good and, for you. And so I, this could I, be a movie. I, I'm doing this and, and you know, and, and eventually, although it was slow at the beginning, eventually, you know, this company, we, we started to do some really, you know, good, profitable work with this company. And um, did you get the girl? Uh, well, I, I got her for a while. <laughs> That's good enough. <laughs> That's a catch. <laughs> you know how it goes, right? I do. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't leave but, me hanging um, on that, though. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's a totally different story. That's fine. That's fine. So, so, so I, so I, I ended, I ended up uh, thinking, hey, you know, I'm making so much money for this company. Hey, I, I can make, um, you know, all this money for myself. So I thought, man, you know, because when you're really good at something, you, your ego starts to kind of get in there, and you start to think, oh, right, you know, right. I'm, I, I am just so awesome, right? And. So, so your head gets a little big. I, I was like, I, you know, I can, I can do it myself. So I took one of my franchise ideas and I, I moved to Singapore and I started it up and I took all my money and then I borrowed another half a million dollars. Wow. And, you know, within a year and a half, you know what happened? You were broke. I, oh, no, I'm not even broke. I was a half a million dollars in debt. Ooh. I, I, and that's, I don't know if that's you've ever done a half broke. a million dollars in debt. No. It is really no fun. Do not try this at home. <laughs> okay. And so I needed to get a job. I, and I got, I got this job. I was a department head in this big multinational company. And I thought, wow, you know how you first get a job and you're like really excited. It's like, wow, you know, you can see the future. You can see what's going on. And, and you just know that you know that you are going to do great things, and you are going to add so much value, and then there's going to be so much uh, benefit, and your life is going to change, and you're going to have roses in your future. Yes. And you know, you remember that when you know you're excited, and you're yeah. and and well, I was like that. I was I was very excited in this first job, and then about like three weeks later, you know reality started to kick in and, and, and I started seeing all these other people like they're blaming each other and like, you know, the people, the, the, you know, these guys are blaming the finance department and the finance department's blaming the marketing department for going over budget. And then the, you know, of course the, uh, R and D guys are looking for the procurement. Who's also blaming the finance department. Actually, everybody blamed the finance department, but <laughs> of the, course. the, the thing is, fault. you know, it's like, man, I'm thinking <laughs> what is wrong with these people? And I'm thinking, no, I can make a difference. I knew I could make a difference. Okay. So I, 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 I came up with these really cool ideas. And, and you know, have you, have you ever come up with some cool ideas, Jeff? I have. I have, I have occasionally had some success coming up with cool ideas. 
There you go. And, and you know, I'd, I'd go to these different, you know, these other department heads and I'd say, hey, look, you know, you've got some resources and I've got some resources. And we could pool our resources together and we can do this stuff and it's going to do all these great things for the company. And they'd look at me and they'd say, we understand that you are new. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that happened to me a like, lot, actually. You know, basically, yeah. they just said, look, you do your thing. We'll do our thing. You know, you got your department. We're busy. Okay. Who let you so, in? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I'm thinking, right. man, what is wrong with these people? Mm. And, I, I, and, and I knew I could make a difference. Four and a half months later, you know what happened? No. Without even realizing it. I started blaming people and it's like, hey, you know, these people over here and, you know, in sales, what are they doing? You know, and then these people over here and, you know, the, and then, the, you know, the vice president, you know, he's doing this. And I started blaming you started people. Playing, you started playing the game that you were in. I did. And then, you know, people yeah. would come up to me and they'd say, hey, Arthur, can you help me with this? I'd say, look, you do your thing. I'll do my thing. Right. I got sucked in. Yeah. And, and you know, you I drank didn't the even realize <laughs> and and without you know I, I and and after a while I mean it was just like I felt stuck in my job and I felt like oh you know this this whole future that I had envisioned was just gone and 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 I couldn't quit cuz I needed the money right okay and and, and so I'm I I'm feeling stuck and you know and I thought oh my gosh you know I was like I I I I just felt that I was just going through the motions and, you know, and right. I became oh, I was, an I underachiever. There. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I became, you know, like, you know, when you look at people and they're not, they're kind of doing busy work, but they're not really being that productive. Yeah, or I was, just pretending I was to that. work one or the other. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was, yeah. no, I mean, I was, I was doing, I was busy, but I wasn't really busy doing, doing nothing. That, right. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and they just, it just kind of, I it, and I, I didn't even like that. I didn't like the person that I had become in the process of of doing this job. And you know, this passionate, excited person that I was, you know, I I go in there and it was like it 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 changed the person that I was. It changed my energy. It changed my excitement. It changed my passion. And and I'm thinking, you know, it's it's because of these other people. And one day, I decided to, you know, look in the mirror and I thought, man, you suck. Uh -huh. And, um, <laughs> not you, Jeff. I mean, you know, uh, I, I get it. Yes. You're talking to mirror, yourself. Right? I <laughs> you. Yeah. Yeah. But thanks. <laughs> and, uh, so, so I'm, I'm going into, uh, I, and I, I decided I was going to talk to these department head, these other guys, these bad people that were making life, my life difficult. And I found out something totally unexpected. I found out that they were real human beings, right? And, and that they also got sucked in. And, and so, you know, after kind of, you know, talking to these people for a while and, and just kind of like just getting you know, to know them a little bit, getting Outs to know them outside on, the game. A, yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, I realized that they weren't really that much different than I was. Right. And they also wanted to have certain standards. They wanted to have the teamwork and they, they also just got, you know, became yeah. 
part of the culture. Right. And I thought, wow, well, okay, so there's something bigger than this. So I started doing research and I, I started doing research into why people were basically doing that. And the first thing, you know, that I wanted to find out was about personality. So I looked at all these different personality things and everything else. And, and I found out the, the, the first thing I found out that, you know, all these personality things are really great, but they're, but personality is just way too complicated to put into any kind of test. Okay. So, and, and, and even if you could come up with something that was relatively comprehensive, it's still complicated. So only, you know, the, the, the only the people that really study it know anything about it. Mm, and then yeah. it becomes not practical because the, the normal people aren't going to memorize this stuff. Right. Okay. Right. So, yeah, yeah. so, so, you know, I, and, and so why are people motivated? You know, what is it that they're doing and everything else? So, so I found out that there was, you know, looking at all the, uh, at a, well, a, a a couple of or three specific um, uh, researches that were done behind certain personality tests. Okay. Uh, I, I found out that uh, there was uh, some basic inf- inf- some some basic foundations that were across all three. Even though they all had come up with totally different conclusions of how personality was formed and 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 where your personality comes from and everything else, but there was some foundations that were consistent across multiple uh, different types of research. And so I'm thinking, okay, well, what's this? And so it, it turns out that it basically um, it's how people essentially process information. Okay. And wow. so the foundation of how people process information, um, if you just kind of bring that out and then, you know, you you're looking a little bit more into that, that's basically how people are essentially getting clarity. Okay. And so then with further research, you know, there is also the the motivation. Now, motivation is not part of how you get clarity, but it's also a set. So so looking at it separately, okay, you can kind of put these things together and then you can come up with, you know, a, a reasonable idea of this plus this equals this, right? Okay. So primary motivators are are different at different points in your life and you know and and they change yeah. but it turns out that like the the foundations of how you get clarity doesn't change oh, it's genetic okay. right right okay so see you know i mean like your brain is constantly changing right i mean you know you're you're literally i mean you know this after this conversation your brain will be different right Okay, and you, there's this thing called neuroplasticity. You can build habits by consistently doing and acting and, and rehearsing things over and over again. Sure. Okay, but see, the genetics doesn't deal with your synapses. It deals with the regulation of specific neurotransmitters. Okay, I'm not going to get into the details. Okay, right, we can go. Right. That's a little too. But, but the yeah. thing is that it's <laughs> that the genetics is different than the structure of your brain, and okay. so that basically identifies how how all of these connections are formed and how you get clarity. So some, for example, like I was saying, you being chaotic processing, okay, you have a very specific way of getting clarity. So your, your, your brain process is actually very fast, which can be good or bad, right? Okay. I mean, you can literally solve problems on the spot and and figure things out as you go okay right, right. but it's like driving a ferrari at 200 miles an hour down the road you're it's not a little gonna dangerous. be looking at right. the details <laughs> right it's a little dangerous yes i I, okay. I i know i get that yes 
All right. So, so, so there's good and bad, right? So while you got like um, some other processors, say for example, like linear processing, okay, well this, this is all about uh, finding structure. So you need to find structure. So, you know, this is kind of like the, the bullet train, right? Okay. So in order to find, you know, that you have a destination, you have a direction, you see what it is, you know where you're going. I mean, you know, you have this, this whole thing and it, it's all structured. So you, if you're, if there is no structure, it's a little bit frustrating. And then you would get, you'd find the structure or create structure. Okay. But say, okay. for example, you get somebody that's linear processing and somebody that's chaotic processing like you. Okay. And, and they're looking at you as like, oh my gosh, where's your structure? And it's like, come on, man, let's just do it. It's like, oh my gosh, you know, and, and, and there's, it becomes right. conflict. <laughs> yeah. Right. And of course, if they want you to do things their way. And I want okay, them to you, do my you, ways. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you're thinking, my gosh, this person doesn't trust me. They don't respect me. I mean, right. what's the deal? You they're know, moving like, so slow. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And, and because they need to find the structure, they're moving so slow and you're going, come on already. I mean, what is it? What is this? What's your problem, dude? Looking, yes. And they're thinking you don't respect them or trust them. And, and, and so therefore you not create, only that. Yeah. And they're, they're running to the boss saying that guy's crazy and he's going to kill us all. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right. I and, get it. and so this creates lack of trust. And yes, of course, if right. you don't feel trusted, you don't feel respected, you basically become disengaged. And if you become disengaged, well, then eventually you start to underperform. Right. And then you're also like, you're getting into that sort of like, that's when you're, you sort of like get into playing that blame game and just like, you're withdrawn and you're backing off and you're like not, well, you know, actually, you're not trusting the, 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 the blame anymore. game. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's again, I mean, that goes back to, that goes back to the emotional drives, right? Okay. I mean, blame is actually a reaction to somebody taking away or the possibility of someone take of, of your essential or sense of recognition being taken away from you, your sense of value. So the, the motivation of value of being valuable, of, of having a sense of significance and recognition, right. when that gets taken away, the reaction is blame. I mean, you don't wake up in the morning and say, okay, my target today is blame five people. Right. Right. <laughs> It's a reaction to something that you perceive as, yes, somebody exactly. like taking away your, your, uh, whatever, what did you call it? Like the value, right? Yeah. 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 Well, a sense of value or a, a sense, sense of, of significance. Right. Okay. But, but see, but see, because let's say for example, your process is different than theirs. Of course, then you use that they're, oh, they're doing it that way. That's why it's not going to work. Okay. Right. And of course that, that it helps you to be justified by making them wrong because their process, which is so obvious to you, which is common sense to you is totally alien to them. Right. Right. No, I, I just, I ran into this quite a bit. Um, in the air force, I worked with a lot of, uh, engineers. So, right. And I, I'm trying they, to think like aeronautical engineers. So like they, like they kind of like have to figure out like satellite orbital mechanics. Right? So it's like, I, I don't know how to describe them in brain terms, but very, everything's a math problem to them. Right. So they, <laughs> they get, they get clarity with math. <laughs> so I don't know what well, that, what sort of brain that might be. Well, I mean, again, is the people that generally go into engineering or people that excel in engineering or right. what we call purple brain or what we call relational processing. Oh, See, for example, okay. 
with the green brain, okay, well, like you, um, nothing is connected with relational processing or purple brains. Everything is connected, but it's connected through data. So what ends up happening, the more information, the more details they get, the, the more options that appear. And mm. so then they basically identify, okay, I've got uh, this, you know, the clear option one, clear option two, clear option three. Um, and so then they choose, oh, okay, let's choose option two, you know, after kind of looking at it and stuff. But, re but to get to that point, I mean, it just requires so much information and so much details. And they're looking at every little bit of, of every little piece of everything. Right, right. Sometimes – Right. They make excellent engineers, and and so some that's why oftentimes they go into that field. That makes sense. Yeah, I sat next to this. Uh, so what was the scenario? What was the story? So there was um, a lady working on her master's degree, and she showed us this video where we're supposed to like vote on this mock trial. It was sort of like a, a fake trial um, where there was like this. Uh, there's like this lawsuit against this construction company because a worker was hurt and, uh -huh. and the worker was hurt because they didn't uh, put safety uh, measures in place when they were digging this big pit. Okay. And then okay. the pit collapsed and some machinery fell and a worker was injured. Okay. So I go, yeah, they should pay. <laughs> right? I just, right? that makes, you know, I was done. And, and the lady next to me, the engineer, literally was filling like pages with like really complicated math. <laughs> I was like, okay, all right, yes, we are vastly different in our thinking modes, <laughs> right? Uh, so yes, so there's definitely something to that. The other thing I wanted to add was um, the thing that you said at the beginning about like most people that go into psychology are screwed up. I actually right. did a bachelor's degree in psychology, which you, there can't, you, go. you can't do anything with a bachelor's degree in psychology. You know that. <laughs> um, but that's what I figured out was, wow, I really don't want a job in psychology <laughs> 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 for just that reason. Um, anyway, so, okay. So that, I think I kind of got the, that was that in that job, that's when you sort of like developed this whole colored brain theory that you then later on turned into a practice. Is that, am I getting close? There? Yeah. Well, see, actually colored brain is, is one of the models in what is called the directive communication body of work. So directive okay. communication psychology is actually a complete body of work. That's got all these different models that, um, you can use to completely change an organizational culture and see visible results in like two weeks. Oh, wow. Okay. That's, that's pretty impressive. So that's the, it, other, it actually is. I that, mean, I know. I mean, that, it's because nobody does this stuff. Well, at least not the way that we do it because it's, um, we, we have what we call the revolution model. You know, you know how the CIA uh, goes and creates revolutions in different countries or at least, uh, allegedly, Allegedly, um, yes. I, yeah. I've heard I've heard stories of this these allegations. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so that's uh, similar to the um, to what the uh, special forces call uh, force multiplication. Oh, right? wow. And okay. Anyway, so it's um. Anyway, you get uh, what what happens is you get these. Uh, you, you go and, and you find the, what were called key influencers of the, uh, within like maybe the poor people. And these people, they may be, uh, they're just people that other people trust, respect. And, right. um, and, and so these guys have some clout 
And right. so then you say, hey, look, if you know things change, look at all the benefits you guys will be able to have and da 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 da. And so you get them to rile up everybody else and 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 start from there. And then start of course you revolution. go to the middle oh, class wow. if there is one. And you get the uh, and you talk to the key influencers there, and you'd say, "Hey, look, if things are changed, you know, look at all this stuff you could do." And then, of course, you go to the upper classes. Hey, you guys have all the money, but you know, you, you're 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 limited to your lifestyle. Look, if things were changed, look at all these great things, and they get all these other people riled up at their le- you know different levels and wow. stuff. So if you think about it, it's senior management, middle management, and basically everybody else. It's the same thing, right? Right. Okay. So, so it's a lot easier to get the people because every revolution starts with the people. Okay, if you got a thousand people, okay, coming up with this idea and 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 this framework for an organizational culture that benefits the organization and them at the same time without getting extra pay because that's not the that's not what it's for. Right. Um. <laughs> and 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 then it's. Uh, uh, and, and, and then, you know, it's a lot easier to get a thousand people to get like the senior guys at, you know, five or six senior guys to buy in than it is to get the, the, um, senior guys to try to get a thousand people to buy right. into oh, their yeah. idea. Yeah. But, but the trick is that the senior guys already know what's going to happen even before we start this. So when they buy in, it's already predetermined. And, and so there's, so, so they can instantly go and go, okay, let's do it. And some people are going, Wow, we did this, and 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 then you you know put in the sustainability measures where they hire the commander and the generals to implement, and then they have elections every three months to uh, you know for the implementation team and stuff. And um, anyway, you create this whole fun gamified process where uh, people really understand each other, they solve each other's problems, and 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 basically are high much more productive and having much more fun and more engaged at the same time. So are you as is one of the key elements in this idea that you're trying to build like psychological trust? Well, yeah, yeah, I mean that's one of the key things is I mean the people get disengaged because uh they, there's literally lack of trust right. and there is oftentimes a sense of lack of respect. And you know, people aren't doing mm. this on purpose. No. Okay? It's just it, it just happens because of this lack of awareness. And right. when you gamify communication and awareness and all of these other little things, and we, we use an app called Squadly, uh, okay. Squad with an L-I. And, okay. um, Squad you know, with an and, L-I, and, okay. And, yeah, and it basically you can create uh, these like gamified performance measurement. I mean, Facebook is is gamifying your life right now, right? I mean, right. you're you're always checking. Oh, how many likes I got? You know, it's yes. like oh, look, I got sh- you know these people shared. Oh, look at all these comments. And right. so you know, Squadly basically does that for your performance. Okay, that helps. <laughs> it helped that those kind of like games like definitely um, help getting buy in. But where, what's the sort of like, um, so like, you know, I've got a job, right? And uh, okay. in my current job, like, oh, I don't know the timeline, but maybe say like around 2007-ish, there was a divorce in the organization. All right. So part of the organization, a very small part, separated and divorced itself from the rest of the people in the building and the site. Okay. So it's like uh, the government, right? And, um, and the awkward thing is, is after the divorce, they didn't move. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, you know, it's sort of like, 
okay, uh, mom and dad are living together, but they're not married. <laughs> and dad still runs the house, you know? Um, but does dad have any more girlfriends coming in? Um, let's see. You know, that's a good question. <laughs> of course. I yeah. Mean, that would really be awkward, right? That's super awkward. But uh, it's just, it's crazy. You know, the, the whole like... Um, the mom and dad are fighting <laughs> dynamic, you know, and, uh, and I'm brand new, you know, and these people all have all been here. Like, you know, some of them have been in this, in the building for like 17 years, you know? So, wow. yeah. Uh, they know everybody and, and I'm the guy that's just, you know, me, right. You already figured out how I like to figure things out <laughs> and everybody's just looking at me like, Oh, there's that idiot again, you know? So, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, okay, so that's fun. I, I like the whole idea, especially the uh, the colored brain and, and how you can use that to create trust. So, okay, I want to talk, when we were chatting a little bit, um, you, you were telling me about how you built this castle in Bali. Let's talk a little bit about this just to have a little bit of fun. All right, well, okay. I mean, you know, when you're a kid, you got... You've, you've got these ideas, right? And so, you know, yes. I mean, my name is Arthur. So, you know, my I mean, middle I, name is I, Arthur, by the way. Oh, really? Cool. All right. right. There's not many Arthurs, so we need to hide. There five. isn't. Right. It's, <laughs> and, and so, you know, Arthur, and of course, I was always into knights, and of course, there's King Arthur, and, you know, right. the whole thing. And, you know, so, so I've always into, you know, into knights and castles and, and, you know, and, and, and then of course, you know, you watch all the movies and you know, like everything from, uh, you know, all the, uh, old castles and Indiana Jones and, 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 you know, now even like, you know, with Harry Potter and stuff. So, so I created the, because, because I travel a lot, I travel around the world and I, I talk on, you know, like, uh, subjects like related to, well, basically what we're talking about and I've right. written a whole bunch of books and, uh, so I, you know, I, I, I got two kids right now who are now 11 and eight years old. Okay. And so I, I didn't want to travel as much. So we built this castle, which is kind of also like this retreat center here in Bali. Awesome. And there's a round table and everything. I mean, you know, it's wow. Arthur, right? <laughs> yeah, it's Arthur. <laughs> Arthur, you got to have a round table if you're Arthur. <laughs> yeah, you got to, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> And, and, and so you got like all these secret passages. I mean, there's these statues, you know, where they're like this, you have to, you know, like in Indiana Jones, uh, Temple of Doom, you know, there's a statue where you push the breasts and, you know, it goes in and got one of those. And, wow. uh, and, I love uh, 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 revolving bookcases and then, uh, you know, other secret passages in the bookcases and um, dragons in the know, basement. Tra sorry. <laughs> dragons in the basement. You need dragons not, in the not, basement. You know, no game. <laughs> thrones today <laughs> but i think i think we but we do have bats okay that's awesome okay? So, yeah we do have bats <laughs> i'll take bats and and so you know all these passages kind of go around and stuff and you know in the uh the swimming pools go into the bathroom and stuff so it's really cool i love it and you know i, I the the new toy that i just got now okay i can't it doesn't nowhere competes with a an awesome castle with secret passages and revolving bookcases in Bali. <laughs> Yay. Congratulations. Um, but I just got a new, uh, Nissan leaf, you know, so that's, that's my, electric, isn't it? It's all electric. It's so cool. 
<laughs> I'm going to be nerding on this for uh, for a while. You know, uh, I just like looking at the fact that I've got a, a car plugged in. <laughs> in, in that my, has got to be cool. In my yeah, it, it's really fun to drive too. Anyway. Uh, I digress yet again. Okay. But no, are those things fast? I mean, you know, like, do you you still have this kind of a sports um, car feel to it? No. Well, okay. Yes and no. Um, Like, if you're at a stoplight, um, your 0 to 40 is really good. But after you get the 40, your 40 to 60 is painfully slow. (laughs) So (laughs) it's not a Tesla. Okay, the Tesla uh, can go it. That's like more sporty. These things are more geared towards like a very comfortable golf cart. (laughs) 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 It's about it's about saving money and saving, uh, you know, the technology is getting better. um, But, you know, a full tank of gas only gives you 80 miles of range. So if you drive like a maniac, you waste your battery. Right. So it's really hard for me. I have to make a different game. <laughs> really? There I, you go. I have to make a calm game. I, you know, I actually, as I was driving it home from the dealership last night, um, I, um, I realized that it's almost perfect for me because I have made a game of trying to, I think I watched an episode of the TV show Mythbusters once. Okay. And, and part of that was they were trying to optimize fuel efficiency. Okay. Driving from San Francisco to LA and they had all these different like fuel optimization techniques. Um, and I don't know why, but when I watched that show, it just really got into my head about how to make driving more fun, (laughs) but not, not in the way that most people think of like a race car kind of driving. It's more like driving like a, an old person. (laughs) Well, you know, you know, I mean, it's, that's the whole thing of, of enjoyment, right? I mean, you know, anytime you plan something and, you know, and, and, and when you're, you know, you get it and it's new and. You know, I mean, I mean that that whole process is what creates joy. Okay, you know, right, right. right. That after novelty. a while, it's right. going to become normal. Right. And then you got to get exactly. a new toy. Then you have to and get you a new plan toy. for the new toy. But it's the planning part. It's like finding. It's like looking at the. You know, it's like, oh, I want to get this color. I want to get this, and I want to do this. And right. Like, so the longer so you plan, the, that whole thing, yeah. that process, that is joy. <laughs> right. <laughs> That is joy. I, I get a lot of joy uh, out of that that process. It is it's pretty fun. It usually um, it's not typically cars, but this that when I when I saw that people were buying electric cars, and then uh, you know I read blogs about them, and I was like, I realized I got kind of lucky because I know um, my job that I just gotten last August, um, I, I can totally just go to work, park the car and never use it all day and then go home. Right. So I've had lots of jobs where I'm driving all day too. Right. At work. Right. Right. This isn't one of those jobs. This is a job where you park your car, you go to the office, you're in the office all damn day. You don't even go out for lunch. (laughs) Yeah. And then you leave in the end of the day. So it's perfect for an electric car. So it's 12 miles there and 12 miles back, plug it in and I'm ready to go for the next day. So it it just worked out. Yeah. 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 
All right. Well, I, I think we're getting ready to wrap up. So let's uh, let's talk a little bit more about um, what's going on with you and um, and where people can get best get in touch with you. Wow. Well, OK. I mean, you know, there's um, the easiest way to, to, to find me is uh, go to Karmazi dot net, which is Karmazi is C-A-R-M-A-Z-Z-I. Gotcha. Dot net. Dot net. Okay. So is is it Arthur Carmazi.net or just Carmazi.net? No, no, just Carmazi.net. Wow, even better. There's not that many hey, Carmazis, I, I take it. There <laughs> is not. You are right. There is not that many Carmazis. And if you look up Arthur Carmazi on Google, I take up the first 40 pages. It's you. It's all you. It's all me. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, good for you. And this has been a blast, Arthur. I appreciate you being on the show. And uh, and thanks for hanging out with me at 1 a.m. in Bali. It's probably hey, Jeff, almost 2 a.m. It is a pleasure. It was really fun having uh, being on your show. All right. Thanks. Have a good one. You too. Have a great night. Bye-bye. Or morning. Yes. Whatever. <laughs> thanks. Bye. Bye. Thanks for taking the time to ride along with us on another episode of Vroom Vroom Veer. For podcast info and show notes, be sure to head over to vvveer.com. That's triple V-double-E-R.com. Man, that's fun to say. And we'll catch up with you next time here on Vroom Vroom Veer. Vroom Vroom Veer.